0: Gracious Heavenly Father, you are everything to us. Without you, nothing satisfies us, and we feel empty with everything. You made us for you, and we feel the hunger and thirst of our spirit every day. Speak to to us this morning as you spoke to the emptiness at the creation of the universe, so you can create your good and glorious life in each one of us today. Through your word and spirit, in your holy name, we all pray. Amen. We have two more days with the Second Corinthians, and today's text is Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 to 10. And uh, let me read. This will be my third visit to you. Every matter must be established by testimony of two or three witnesses. I already gave you a warning when I was with you the second time. I now repeat it while absent. On my return, I will not spare those who sinned earlier or any of others. Since you are demanding proof that Christ is speaking through me, he is not weak in dealing with you, but is powerful among you. For to be sure, he was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by God's power. Likewise, we are weak weak in him, Yet by God's power, we will live with Him in our dealing with you. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you realize that Christ is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. I trust that you will discover that we have not failed the test. Now we pray to God that you will not do anything wrong, not so that, People will see that we, are, we have stood the test, but so that you will do what is right, even though we may seem to have failed. For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. We are glad whenever we are weak, but you are strong. And our prayer is that you may be fully restored. This is why I write these things when I'm absent, that when I come, I may, not have to be harsh in my use of authority, the authority the Lord gave me for building you up, not tearing you down. Today we see Paul's final plea to the Corinthians to prepare themselves for Paul's third visit. Here Paul reveals the pastoral directive and desire to Corinthians. And he writes that uh, while we classify 1st, 2nd, Timothy, and Titus as the uh, Paul, uh, pastoral letters of a Paul, we need to actually add a 2nd Corinthians to that list because 2nd Corinthians was the pastoral letter par excellence. And I agree with anti Wright because here we see the authority and affection of a pastor and spiritual leader in a great balance. You know, my key word here is a balance. You know, pastors or spiritual leaders or Christians all together, we have two temptations. Sometimes we become too serious with our responsibility or spiritual responsibility. Or sometimes we become too sensitive with the reaction of the people. So one temptation is becoming an autocratic dictatorship. The other temptation is we become a people pleaser. Or spineless. Today we see a great balance in Paul's use of authority with affection. Where does a fall find that one? Is it in the cross of a Christ? So let's see how Paul exercised his spiritual authority and affection in balance. So Paul start. The Today's a passage quoting the Deuteronomy nineteen fifteen. Every matter must be established by testimony of two or three witnesses. So Paul gave Corinthians final reminder that when he comes to them, it will be not just another visit or friendly, you know, fellowship. It will be a call for serious meeting. He actually called for judgment, and Paul said. Those who committed ugly sins that we saw in the last, uh, uh, last verse of the last chapter, all those uh, sexual immorality and did not repent, Paul is going to call them into open church meeting. And there, Paul is going to call them to accountability and give them a final opportunity to repent. And if they don't repent, he said, he will not spare. He will spare no one. Today, he said he will spare no one. And then some people in Corinth, they proud, they, they, they thought, Paul, you always talk you know, tough in your letter, but when you come to us, you're actually soft. So Paul kind of bring it out, this uh, strange mixture of weakness and strength today. And then there, Paul once again bring out the cross of Christ as an ultimate life principle. And so verse, two, verse 4, he said, To be sure, Christ was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by God's power. cross of Christ is the, the sign of God's weakness at the same time sign of God's power. The cross reveals, I mean, whoever is crucified is, is the, the most helpless and the hopeless person. Person, you know, no one wants to be crucified. Only the weakest person, they are the one who crucified. And God allowed Himself to be the victim of such a violence. Seems to be His uh, crisis. uh, Jesus seems to be very weak. But for save us, God endured that weakness with His power of uh, suffering love. So Paul is saying this a paradoxical you know, truth in Christ and his cross. When he's dealing with the Corinthians, he said, Yes, you think I'm a weak, but I'm strong in Christ. And everything I do with you, I do in the principle of a cross. And much more Paul called them to examine themselves, whether cross, the principle of a cross is in their life. So verse 5. Paul said, examine yourselves to be whether you are in faith. Test yourself. Do you not realize Christ is in you? Paul said, examine yourself to see whether you are in faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize Christ Jesus is in you? Here when Paul said the, uh, to see whether you are in faith, he was not talking about intellectual t- truth or a set of doctrines. He was talking about the faith that you confess. Paul was asking, are you walking the talk? Paul was talking about whether whether Corinthians or us, we are really conducting ourselves consistently with our confession. That's what Paul is saying. Are you in the faith? And then, same thing that he's asking a little differently. Say, is a crisis in you? Is a crisis in you? Here, Paul is not asking you know, individual you know, Corinthians to look at the, whether they, you know, each one of them is in Christ. No, he was asking in the sense of a corporate meaning. Is a crisis in all of you? Because they are the body of Christ and they are the temple of God. Are we relating to each other the way that Christ related to us? Christ related to us as a crucified Lord, crucified Savior, and the risen Lord. He relates to us with love and truth at the same time. So Paul is calling calling Corinthians if they are relating to each other and truth and love. And then Paul said, verse 8, We can do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. Again, Paul here is talking, the truth that he's talking about is a gospel truth. For Paul, truth of all truth is a gospel truth. For Paul, truth is not esoteric, but concrete. Truth is not a philosophical, but personal. Truth that guides is a life and his call as a pastor and Christian is a crucified Christ and the risen Lord. And ultimately, that's what, Paul, that's what gave Paul authority as well as affection. And look at the final verse today. Paul said, I write these things so, uh, so that when I come, I may not be harsh in my use of authority, and I want to use authority to build you up. Paul knows that his authority comes from crucified Christ, who loves us more than anything in this world. And he wants to use authority of Christ to build people around him. And here is a balance with authority and affection. Here is, here, here is our, our wisdom and power. That's the cross of Christ. And, dear brothers and sisters, the last theme of the Second Corinthians is a judgment of God. And I pray that we, not just the Corinthians, we also will stand before God's judgment. Maybe not in this life, but definitely in the life to come. And everything we do and say must stand before God's judgment. And it is my prayer that today, everything that we say and do, glorify the crucified Lord, and he will affirm us on the day of judgment. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for revealing the true power and wisdom in the cross of Christ. cross tames our urge to use power cross weakens the temptation for power even power for the right cause Lord your cross truly gives us power to love to the end even beyond our abilities help us understand that one day we will stand before you the crucified Lord the Lord who loved us with everything so help us to prepare every day of our life as a faithful witnesses of your love. Truly, you are our treasure because you made us your treasure. And we want to treasure you today. And we want to walk with you and expressing your love to those around us. In your precious name, we all pray. Amen. Let us praise God.